Welcome to Doorman, uh, the live episode. This could be good, it could be bad, who knows. Um, I asked for a few, I asked a few weeks ago for some questions regarding um, the countryside and various bits and pieces and what you want to know. Um, that spiraled a bit out of control and I'll go into it in a minute. But a bit, quick bit of admin, um, thank you for turning up on here and thank you for the support overall, okay? And also a big thank you for buying the merchandise, the t-shirt, the hoodies, um, and my and my gun slips, you know, I haven't got a lot left and I haven't really pushed them either. Um, so that is has been fabulous. So thank you for that. Um, so this episode, this episode was going to be a bit of fun originally, and a few people then. I speak to somebody actually when we were shooting my last shoot day, and they said uh, we was talking about um, both things that I'm going to talk about tonight, and they said, Dan, you need to talk about it because um, you've really sort of got hit up about it so why don't you do something about it I went right okay I will um, so that is how the episode is going to go um, hopefully you're going to find it informative and it's not going to be car crash TV so with that let's go into it so the RSPB uh, friend or foe to be honest they're neither um, uh, I've been uh, looked into this they've been buying and Profiting or um, getting money from, uh, from other organisations and trying to profit from that, which is fine. They're a business; they're allowed to do that. But um, would you say a pair of cell buntings are worth seventy-four thousand one hundred and ninety-three pounds? I'd say not. Okay. Um, a bit about the cell bunting before I go on. It's um, a small brown bird with a yellow head, a bit of a black cap, and a bit of a black throat that's the male the female is um a light brown color lighter yellow and, a, and sort of gray okay it's a bit smaller yellow hammer um, and also it's only rare now in the uk europe is absolutely heaving with them um so in the 1940s from lincolnshire to sort of south wales anywhere down the south you'd find cell buntings and and now only only place you find cell buntings now is properly the south south um, Devon right down there so what is this all about um, so south south Devon um, a council down there were talking at a meeting about housing and funding for the community and how things were going on and then all of a sudden it was revealed that there was a contribution was asked to, um, to put towards helping the cell bunting you know if you look on the RSPB's website it's been a success. Have they jumped the gun? They most certainly have. Um, most uh, of the area that, that they own, the RSPB own um, is actually still farmed. It's only a small, small amount of land that is actually being done for the cell bunting. And it's modern farming that has actually put the cell bunting in decline in the UK in the first place. They don't like tidy land, they don't like drill. Um, and they don't like tidy crops, they like rough and, and um, brambly, you know, uh, seedy areas as well, so they can, good cover and good food, so they like small seeds, that sort of thing. Um, so, so things that have helped that along the way is the stewardship schemes, been fantastic with them down there, and also um, gamekeepers, gamekeepers in the area are actually, um, you know, of, of, vermin control various bits and pieces like that and it's all helped with with that 
So was the project worth £74,193 or could the money gone back into the community and, uh, and helped? Well, um, to be honest, the money would have been better off back with the community and the RFPB working with other organisations and getting what they needed and um, using their own money for a start as well, or at least part of their own money. Um, one thing gang keepers can do um, is, is produce wildlife, okay? Gang keepers are very, very good at producing game, because that's our job, and also producing wildlife because that comes off the back of our job. That is one of the biggest, biggest things that actually um, the countryside profits from is, is, is wildlife from there. Um, not one sporting state have I ever been on or visited and seen a shortage of vermin or songbirds or, or insect life for that matter. Okay, whether it's commercial or, or a tin pot shoot. Um, I've seen firsthand on my little shoot that actually what, what happens when you start managing it, the um, things just, just, just evolve and, and you know, the more you put cover crops in, the more you, know, you sort of deal with the vermin, habitat management, that sort of thing. Um, you see you see an increase in everything. Um, I am well aware everything goes full circle. So if you look at the pyramid of life, you know, with the top predator at the top and the fill voles and worms at the bottom, once the predator's died, he goes back into the ground and he goes back full circle. Um, you know, so with that, you know, the gang keepers, they, uh, they, you know, they, feed, they feed the game. Uh, with that comes food for other birds, and various bits and pieces. Um, going on the back of that is cover crops. We all put cover crops down for game, whether it's in the stewardship scheme, so a bit of kale or, or our bird mix, right through to maize and millet. And all these things help produce some form of habitat for some animal. And and with that, you know, with the rats and the mice, you know, the the kestrels, the, the barn owls, everything love love chasing chasing them around. And, and, and it all helps. Um, stewardship schemes, fantastic scheme, unless you want to drive somewhere and you drive on them and you get a bollocking. Um, but they all help, you know, wild bird mixes, that sort of thing, for the butterflies, insect life. It's fantastic. And it's, you know, keepers, farmers, that landowners, you know, the more, more we do that, the better it is. Um, we don't need the RSPB for that. And we get money for that as well. Um, and also managing woodlands. Um, from my old job when I was in hunt service to being a gamekeeper now, the one thing we used to do was um, manage woodlands to make woods thicker for, for the pheasants to go in. And, and, and when we were hunting the foxes, obviously for foxes. But the offset of that, if you take the shoot out of the way for a second, um, there are fantastic, fantastic areas um, for birds to nest, um, rabbits to get in there and hide, which is another food source. Um, you know, what more food as well from the from the berries, lots brambles, bits and pieces like that. It has such an offset, which is fantastic for the for the wildlife. And you get from like down down south, um, us normal keepers up to the weirdos up in Scotland with the grouse uh, in Cumberland, that sort of places with the grouse moors. Um, and you get you know the heather burning and the grouse shooting itself. You know the heather burning, you know for your. Um, Drying areas for chicks to grow um, to dry and warm up um, for young for sprouting great um, for sprouting uh, heather for for chicks to eat and so on and so forth and, and obviously comes with that vermin control as well looking at you know trying to look after and manage that land um, gamekeepers all adapt 
to that. That is what we do, that is our job. And the RSPB seem to think they're better than us and can do a better job. I don't think so. And and they're proving, proving more and more um, that they're not adept for this sort of thing. And all that, just just more and more money. They just want more money and they're not, they're not producing the goods, as far as I can see and as far as I'm concerned. Um, like everything I just said, uh, uh, like everything else, sorry, uh, they have not fixed a problem. Okay, they've, they've, they've jumped in both feet, not fixed a problem. They've taken that selfish approach, saying, look, we're better than the gamekeepers, we don't kill things, we do this, we do that. And all they've done is made a good job bad. Okay, and it's not for the first time either. There's, there's accounts um, through their accounts and, and the website, and if you, if you do a bit of research, you will see that all isn't all they do isn't all singing or dancing. Um, that's conservation as well. You know, you can't you can't expect things to happen overnight. I admit, but these things happen. Uh, what should they have done? Well, to start with, they should have left well alone. Um, if it ain't broke, don't bloody fix it. Um, they should work really with the organisations um, to achieve the goal. I mean, there's loads of organisations out there which are trying to do the same thing. But like everything, like the hunting, when the hunting ban came in, every every department of the countryside, from the falconers to the shooting departments to you know hunting, went. Oh, no, this is ours. This is ours. This is ours. This is ours. You, we're not. We're not. You know, having it. And what they really should have done was go right. Okay. How's this going to work? How can we do this? Right, yeah, okay, that's cool. How can we do this? And we should work together um, to achieve the same goal at the end of the day. Um, and it's, it's mental. Um, really, should put a lot more time and effort into getting landowners to get more, more woodlands, more rougher areas, um, stewardship schemes, that sort of thing. They could have put a lot of effort in to do that sort of thing, and they really haven't. They have just, just gone out of the way to upset the keepers, get rid of keepers, and, to, and then set a light to the fucking firewoods themselves and, and, they've, and they've done a bad job at it if you mind if i'm being honest um just stop robbing your clients and actually look at what we've got okay yes we all need money to survive um but what's the point of taking the money if you're not actually doing the job you you said you're gonna do what is the point of that what is the point of putting it in the bank and not doing anything they furloughed all their staff um and they didn't, didn't need to it you know the accounts is mental you look at what you look what they've been up to it is absolutely diabolical. And quite frankly, the last thing they really should do is get their heads out their asses. It is just, just behave, all right? We're all here to do the same job, okay? Like I said, hunt staff or gamekeepers, you know, shooting is our thing. But from that, actually, um, we, all, we, all want to, we all want to make things work. And I can't see why, why that can't happen. And it absolutely boils my piss that that isn't happening. I'm the kind of guy who, who who wants to get on with everyone, who wants to work with everyone, and make that happen. So, um, as, um, from someone who has as much influence as they do, they could do some fantastic things, but they're not, and it's heartbreaking. Like I said before, uh, this is not the only account the RSPB have, have, taken, have taken something and messed it up. Um, if you look at the um, Orkney, uh, Orkney Islands, uh, Orkney mainland even, um, they wanted six million for stoke control. To kill stoats. It's mental. Absolutely mental. There's keepering colleges that go out there and would love to do that sort of thing. And, and would, they would benefit. And what's their benefit? I guarantee you now it wouldn't cost six million to get that done. 
actually they'd probably get it done for free. But us all gang keepers are all bad people. Um, if you look on the website, they've got Black, Black Grace projects, they've got Capicali projects and all sorts, red kites on there I saw as well. I didn't look into the red kite one so much. Um, but I know the Black Grace and the, and the Capicali ones, they're not, they're not providing what they said they're providing. Um, the list is very long. It's really worth looking from a non-birdwatcher point of view, looking at the accounts and looking at what they said they've done and comparing because there's a lot of money going places that has, isn't providing what they said they're providing. And actually as well, um, their, their work isn't, the progress in their work isn't, isn't their progress. Um, not all of it. It's, it's, it's heartbreaking if you look at what's going on actually at other departments like um, the NGO or uh, the gang conservancy, that sort of thing, who have helped and put a lot of input and that's where they've got their, their um, pluses. So, um, what I want to know really is how can the RFPB look their clients in the eyes and say we're doing a great job when actually they're taking the piss it's just it's just it's just heartbreaking and then obviously from that how can they ridicule keepers when actually we are doing a far more far far by far even better job than they are it's just it's just diabolical that we're getting ridiculed and actually they should be stood there saying how can you help us how can we do this how can we do that let's make this work let's make you know the british countryside back the way it should be you know i'd love to see more 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 of everything because uh, that's the kind of guy i am um for more info like i said check out the rspb's website at what they're up to and also um check out the accounts and and, and look at it from a non birdwatcher point of view and actually look at, at the facts and figures it's really interesting to look at um also, the Phil Sports channel. I couldn't have done any of this without the Phil Sports channel. I actually could have done. That's a lie. Um, when this was brought to my attention, um, when I was talking about it originally, and I said that I was told that I should I should talk about this on my live episode, uh, the first person I got in touch with was Charlie. He got straight on the phone to me, and actually and pointed me in the right direction. Um, but they've done a right big. They've done a bigger episode on the cell bunting, and a bit more on the RSPB as well. So please, please check them out. Um, it's worth it's worth looking at. Now the second one, ooh, the second one. Touchy subject, men's keepers. This one, much, much, much touchy subject. But I'm gonna tackle it. My 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 personal views. This is only my input. Okay, keepers and raptors. Through the ages. You, you'll find things on keepers killing birds of prey, okay? But we're all tarred with the same brush. And I don't know why. Um, I'll delve into a little bit why I think in a minute, but actually, why are we, um, you know, why are we tarred with the same brush? Um, so before I start this, if you look in society everywhere, we have rule breakers and wrong ones, okay? So if you look in the police, the fire service, doctors, solicitors, teachers, you know, trusted professions, but not only trusted professions, other professions, you will find examples of paedophiles, murderers, you know, psychos, um, the lot, you know, it's all there.
but yeah, us keepers are tired of the same brush. Now, I don't go to the doctor and think, you know, you're a murderer because I, I read about Dr. Shipman. I, you know, you, that's one, you know, that's one person. You don't, you don't tar the whole, the whole NHS with that same brush. Um, like I do go to the dentist and think you're a butcher, but that's a different story. Um, so I don't see why we should be tarred with that same brush, the same as, as we don't tar everyone else with the same brush. Um, but I'll tell you why I think we are tarred with that brush. So like I said, all through the years, countless, countless of accounts of birds of prey being killed. Um, really, not just birds of prey. Loads of illegal stuff, badgers, you know, everything, you know, using from gin traps to what, you know, whatever. It, it's, the list is endless. Absolutely endless. Um, but the one thing, one thing that doesn't help us is Countryfile. Countryfile have a massive domain and, and a privilege to have what they've got. And they just cherry pick what they want to talk about and how they're going to talk about things. <sighs> it just doesn't help us, okay? There was one instant a few years ago where I was watching it. I don't watch it very often, but I happened to catch this when it was. If you see somebody walking down the hedge with a dog um, and a spade, ring the police because they're off badgivating. What? That could be some poor old boy with his grandkid, with a ferret in a box, going to, go to teach his grandson a bit of ferreting. But yeah, they'll get on the phone, they'll bill. Oh yeah, we've got somebody badgivating down there, old partner. What is the world doing with itself? So Countryfile haven't helped the situation. Social media. We don't help ourselves with social media and social media doesn't help us. You know, it's a case of, we take pictures we shouldn't take pictures of that don't help our cause and then people get hold of that and get shared around the internet. Seen it, been there, done it. Um, probably been a part of it at some point, but I've grown up a little bit since then. Um, just, just don't, just take pictures that are gonna help us, not, not hinder us. Uh, camera phones, got another camera phone. Everyone's got one. I'm doing it. I'm doing tonight on this. Uh, I've got the GoPro set up for later, but I'm actually doing this live on my phone. And you know, we've all done it as well. Something happens, whoosh, phone straight out, and you just think, oh, I'm in the paper, just like that. Um, and quite frankly, if people don't see what they want to see, just, or don't understand what they see, they're just gonna make shit up. And you just can't help with idiots. Um, so everything we do, we need to just not stay out of the limelight, but try and uh, prove that we are not doing what we're doing, or we're doing what we should be doing, but wrong. Um, you know, I've known keepers to do fantastic things with, with for wildlife. Okay, I'm from Sandringham. Probably not the best example I can start with because if you look back, there's examples of birds of prey being killed at Sandringham. Um, not only that. Um, the other place I've done my work experience was Holcomb, again, perhaps not the best example, but that's not everybody, um, you know, and from that there's a lot of wild birds, there's a lot of vermin control, there's a lot of wild bird mixes go in, which help the wildlife, and, um, you know, they do a lot, you know, especially for the grey partridge, they do a lot, um, they do a lot for everything, and, and off the back of that comes comes all these fantastic things. You know, if you look back, if you're young enough to know, um, old enough even to know, remember Bill Oddie Goes Wild, a lot of his shows were done on Sporting Estates, but never mentioned, um, because we are actually good at our jobs. Um, and not only that, one of my work experience places as well, um, the guy's not there now, he's moved to a different place and doing, it, doing the conservation thing a bit more, and on the uh, Norfolk coast, and he's doing a fantastic job of producing 
what he's asked to be produced of. And um, you know, we, we should all we shouldn't all be tired of the same brush when, we, when we're all doing such good things. Um, you know, even on my, you know, on sporting estates, from for commercial to for small family ones like mine, you know, there's there's an increase. You know, on my on my shoot now, I've been there for four years, I think it is now. Each year, I've seen an increase in in everything. Um, but not only that, we've increased things. We've put you know more birds down. We've put more covers in. We've put different covers in. We've tried different covers, different ways of feeding. And with that has come fantastic. I've seen sparrowhawks this year on there for the first time. I don't think I've seen sparrowhawks since I've been there until this summer. Um, buzzards, who doesn't like a buzzard? They're everywhere. Actually, if you can find somewhere there's not a buzzard, you're a winner. Um, and actually this year as well, I've seen a merlin. Uh, and that's the first merlin I've seen in quite some time. Well, that's a wild merlin. I've seen tame merlins, obviously, from uh, some of my falconer friends. But being that, there's a lot more on there as well, a lot more young wildlife, birds, insects, it's all there. It's great, and it's great. And, and, you know, we don't kill them all. That's not, we not, you know, that happens on my shoe, and we get on side by side. It works, it's easy. You know, I can't, I now take into concept that we're going to lose gain through that sort of thing. We put a bit extra down, that helps it. Um, even, even foxes in the past, I've, I've fed them because it's easier to push pheasants home than it is to um, try and bring them back to life. So I've, I've, I've chucked grub out as well for the foxes and lumped them, but, you know, try to do a bit of both. Um, but I, I do have a message for the keepers, uh, and that's me as well. You know, we, we are replaceable, okay? We, despite our God complex that some of us have, um, and I know a lot of keepers have got a God complex, our bosses, will not stand by us anymore. Gone the years where where your boss will go, do you want, yeah, okay, we'll get the solicitors in, we'll get the ass. They might, they might give you a token solicitor, but at the end of the day, what's gonna happen is your job's gonna be in the shooting times in the vacancy section, and it's as simple as that. Last job I heard someone going for, which was a while ago now, there was one keeper's job, and there was 350 applicants. Right, you are replaceable at the end of the day, and it is, uh, you know, it's just like that. So, since starting the podcast, I have been saying, be the example, okay? I even got it on the back of my hoodies. Be the example. Okay? I strongly, strongly, strongly believe that, and I've lived by that for, for quite some time now. I always wasn't the calm, collected person I am today. I used to be a head case when I was younger. I suppose I still am a head case in some cases. Um, but, try and do the right I try and do the right thing all the time and I try and push that on to everyone I, I, I teach um, where I work um, I try and push that through every, everyone everyone all my beaters even the same my beaters would, would, would tell you now that I'm a pain in the ass for that sort of thing okay um, and just prove really that that the world hasn't got us down to rights and actually we can we can prove the world wrong uh, we are better than you uh, we do we do it to this standard and you think we're down here and that's the way it's got to be but unfortunately, uh, the things are against us. You know, when I when I was thinking about doing this podcast, for instance, not not this now, but starting the whole thing up, starting the whole car crash up, not just this live one. Um, I spoke to Dad about it, and I thought, here we go, Dad's gonna go, Matt boy, that's not the wrong thing to do. Um, but actually, what Dad done was went, yeah, it's a good idea. You ought to do that. Um, show the countryside in its true light. 
it has gone from that, which I still try and do, to everything outdoors, not just something that I was going to call it the um, the Countryman's Diary or something like, or something along those lines. Um, it's now everything outdoors, obviously. Um, but just not long after I spoke to Dad about it, and I just started recording a few things. He rings me up and goes, "Boy, you seen the TV?" I said, "No." Uh, he said, "Have a look on Channel 4. So I did, and they'd ambushed a shoot up north. Um, about some birds of prey that had been found um, in a rabbit hole. Right, first things first, nobody had been proven guilty, right? They had no right to go up there and talk about it, have a go at them, or whatever they were doing or trying to achieve, because no one was guilty until until proven. Un, until proven. Okay, you need hard facts and hard evidence, and it's bloody wrong. Um, the shoot didn't help themselves that day, such as life, you know, if you're not if you're not prepared for that sort of thing, it isn't easy. Um, but but Channel Four shouldn't have done that either, and that sort of thing does bore piss. They haven't got they haven't got the right to rock up and do that, as keepers haven't got the right to um, just kill what they like in the countryside. Okay, it's all wrong. Um, vermin's fine, but laws are law at the end of the day. Um, so to that to that end, uh, what should they have done? What could they have done? Uh, what should you do if said Thing arises um, just smile everyone hates being killed with kindness um, I'm an ass for it now I'm a lot calmer and I smile a lot more not quite so surly and it does put them on the back foot um, just say look I've got no comment if they if you're persisting with a certain question just go like you know do you you know was it you that killed these birds of prey or was it you know what do you agree with say no I don't agree with it um, I don't know what's happened I don't know how they end up there um, but it's being looked into, and just and just get rid of them, get slopey shouldered. Put them to your boss, especially if you're an underkeeper. If you're an underkeeper and you get asked that sort of question, go, here's a man you want to talk to, because you are not paid enough. You probably paid minimum wage, and you probably live in a caravan. So do not entertain that crap, okay? Let the boss deal with it. If you're the headkeeper, get even slopey shouldered, and point them into an, to an organisation that, that are equipped for such thing. You know, the Basque um, Countryside Alliance, you know, the NGO, they're doing piss all anyway, so they might as well, you know, be badgered by them. Um, anyone like that, just, just point them to them. They've got a media department. They will deal with that sort of thing perfectly. Even the Field Sports Channel, they are equipped for that sort of thing, very good for that sort of thing, and will help you out, or, you know, do it the right way. Um, and the last thing, don't get drawn into a row with them. I get, I've seen this with the aunties, done it a bit myself. Um, you don't get nowhere. You get on camera, it gets twisted, and then you look like the arse. It's always pushed back onto you. So don't give them that satisfaction. Like I said, we've got to be the example, and we've got to be the right side of the law. Um, you know, like I said, someone's got a god complex, and actually, some, some keepers deserve that. They, they work hard and they do a very good job what they're doing um, and should keep it that way. But, you know, we're not above the law um, and the bosses aren't going aren't gonna, to um, stay with you. Any, you know, they're not going to keep you. So, um, from that, like I said, just try and be the example. You know, be higher than them um, with your... Um, standards and um, to be honest you will absolutely cream all over them simple so thank you very much for joining please check out my youtube channel subscribe like comment please comment if you want more content different content um, if you've got any ideas for the show or know anybody 
one of the things I'm trying to push at the moment is um, the older generation, their older stories um, before that is lost. Um, and we don't lose all them stories, you know. Some some of them old boys out there have got some fantastic stories. I'm going to talk to my granddad again, hopefully, about his bird watching and his uh, work for the BTO. Um, and that'll be a good episode out, and that'll be an interesting one. But please feel free to contact me, comment, like, share, and everything else. And um, everything else, thank you for tuning in. Enjoy the rest of your Friday night and um enjoy your weekend and i'll get this live um this live all set up and it'll be on youtube and um wherever else in due course cheers catch you later